Isn't it exciting when you change your home, your life, for something bigger and better? Wouldn't it be nice if businesses matched that excitement with their promises? Stay tuned for a tale of confusing time frames, new chapters in life, and unintended lawn furniture. This is the customer experience storytime tale of The Couch with Abandonment Issues. The Upsell presents CX Storytime, Tales from the Customer Journey. I'm your host and storyteller, Russell Lolliker. What you're about to hear is a real story. Though the names have been changed, these are real people having a real customer experience. It's a story of customers on their journey as they build or break relationships with businesses just like yours. Today, we'll hear the story of Todd, who is planning with his wife and small children to move into a new, beautiful home. He was planning to enjoy a new furniture set with his new house. And all he did was follow the directions and the delivery information he found on the wholesaler's website. Unfortunately, the wholesaler and the delivery service, well, they had other plans, including abandonment and avoidance. We'll hear that story, and then we'll wrap it up by digging into the emotional impacts. Then the lessons your business can take away from this story and the universal truth to live by. The customer journey is an emotional one. And so it begins. Todd and his wife, Vanessa, were excited. Oh, so very, very excited. Sure, sometimes you couldn't tell whether you worked beside them, ran into them while they were walking their dog, or pulled up beside them at the stoplight. But it was there. That excitement. It was almost like a subtle vibration. It's not every day you buy a new house. Sure, it wasn't the first time they had been homeowners, they had just sold their previous home of five years. But it was bigger. And it was a better setup for their family. A real good step in the right direction for them personally, with some welcome change. With a new house comes the opportunity for a fresh start. The opportunity for new perspectives, new opportunities, and new furniture. Out with the old, in with the new. Literally. This was secretly one of the big reasons Todd and his wife were excited about the new big purchase. They loved improving upon their home, something they discovered renovating and redesigning their old residence. First target, new couches. They ordered their new couch set from one of those big box wholesale stores and strategically doing it two weeks before their move-in date to the new house. That way, they could move in before the couches even arrived. With the shipping details proudly displayed on the website of 10 to 15 days, not including Sundays, they thought it would be okay. They should be able to move in no problem before the couches arrived. Two days after Todd and Vanessa placed the order, they were notified by the delivery company. This is the service that the wholesaler store was using to deliver the couches. In the notification, they were told that the couches had been shipped. 10 to 15 days, you say? Well, that was fast. Todd was nervous. What if the couches arrived before they moved in? He contacted the original wholesaler and notified them of the predicament. They instructed him to watch for the shipping information from the delivery company, and when they provided a tracking number, to go online and track the shipment. The delivery company should contact them for the delivery so they could hold the items for a few days until they move. This really helped to ease Todd's nerves. So he signed up for the notifications so that now he could get real-time details of the delivery while it was on its way and make any changes that he felt necessary. Well, until he got another notification. 
This one let him know that the couches had been delivered. That 10 to 15 day delivery window, excluding Sundays, had arrived very quickly. Four days to be exact. Well, this was odd. Besides the fact they weren't given the opportunity to even hold the delivery, when the delivery's dropped off, doesn't it have to be accepted by someone? That makes sense, right? Well, Todd and Vanessa weren't home, so who did accept these two couches? Todd called the delivery company's customer service line immediately. The representative they spoke with confirmed what they feared. The packages had indeed been delivered and left by the driver by the front door. Todd's first thought was, what? He stopped the customer service representative at that point and informed him that the packages the driver dropped off were two couches. He went on to say, are you saying I have two couches just sitting there on my front lawn? He said this also realizing that no one would be home for the next five to six hours. The customer service representative responded, the driver is required to meet certain criteria when dropping off packages. And they did that. Todd was forced to ask the obvious question. So what are those criteria? The representative then laid them out. A driver must, one, ensure the package is secure, two, ensure the package is well hidden, three, ensure the package is protected from water damage, and finally, four, ensure the package is protected from animal damage. Todd thought about this for a minute, thinking it through. He thought about his house, and he imagined the couches just sitting there in front of his home. This criteria description, it forced him to ask a few more questions. So I have some concerns. How could the driver be able to leave two couches at our house and meet all those required criteria? We have no carport or garage of any kind to cover the couches. And in our new house, it faces a busy street. Given the size of the packages, which by the way are two couches, I doubt that the driver would have been able to secure, much less hide them. The customer service representative did tell Todd that if the couches are damaged or missing, then they could contact them back to open up a case to have the situation looked at. Five hours and 45 minutes later, Todd arrived home. And there were the boxes, all secured and hidden in the middle of his driveway. And they were sitting on their ends, which wouldn't have worried him except for the fact that it's contrary to the instructions on the side of the boxes, which actually instruct that they sit flat on their sides and one of those boxes was pretty banged up. In their obvious frustration, the couple decided not to open the boxes. But they did decide to email both the wholesaler and the delivery service to let them know of the damage and the secure and hidden location of the packages right there in the driveway. Todd went so far as to include photos as well because he wanted to document what had happened. Another reason the couple didn't want to move the couches out of the boxes was because they were still in the middle of moving. They didn't want to take the couches out, inspect them, only to have to try and rebox them again for the move. So they moved the boxes into their shed for coverage and protection and let the businesses know that they would touch base with them after the 18th, their move-in date, when the couple would actually open the boxes. The wholesaler informed them that they couldn't do anything about the delivery company and their service. The delivery company did not respond to Todd's email at all. When Todd and Vanessa finally did move from their old house to their new home, they removed the couch packaging to find no damage. No damage of any kind to either of the couches. 
so they didn't have to follow up with either company about shipping or replacing. Todd and Vanessa now have a new home to enjoy and one less store they can trust to get products shipped from. And that ends the story of The Couch with Abandonment Issues. Now it's time to look at this through the eyes of the customer. Let's look at the emotional impact that a customer experience like this would invoke. Todd, he felt like a number. The couch purchased, the delivery made, forget the fact it wasn't done well, or the complete lack of compassion from either of these businesses. Those companies just checked off boxes and would only really follow up if Todd filed a case of complaint. It felt very much like a, well, what are you going to do? First from the wholesaler who wouldn't take responsibility of the delivery service they employed, and second from the delivery service that didn't deliver as promised, not even caring enough to take their own criteria seriously, or respond back when there was a complaint. Todd really felt like he wasn't cared for. He was really just a number. So from this tale, what's the one thing your business can take away to better serve your customers? Show your customers you care. That's it. Show them you care. So here's some examples of that. Number one, show them you care about your products. If you want your customers to value your product, you must show respect for it yourself. How it's displayed, how it's delivered, it all adds or detracts from the customer experience. Whether it's an online product or a physical product, whether it's a consultancy, a service you provide that way, make sure it's all treated with care. You want to demonstrate it has value. And it's not the equivalent, as in this story, of being left to the elements in someone's driveway. Show your customers you care about your service. One thing I would really recommend is review, audit how you deliver your service now. That includes if you hire another company to deliver that service or product for you because they also represent you. Every touch point with your customer impacts their feelings towards you. That's your brand. Happy, sad, frustrated, thrilled. Make sure that every bit of your business provides the experience you want to provide and best represents you. In this case, the website's stated estimated delivery time that Todd was basing all his decisions on said 10 to 15 days. Instead, it was about four. Sure, faster is better. I understand that. But also be honest with what you're communicating because it totally messed up his plans basing on the information that the business was providing. And finally, show your customers you care about them. Provide all the ingredients that show you care about your customer. They're the same ingredients you use to make and keep any relationship. Listen, take responsibility, apologize, be consistent, help where you can, etc., etc. Human stuff. In this case, we had the root business, the wholesaler, actually say, not my problem, and there's nothing we can do about it, while the delivery service literally just ghosted them. Neither of them took any responsibility for the delivery or the security of the delivery. In your business, make sure your actions demonstrate the level of care you want to be known for with your customers. It'll inspire your customers to tell others about it. And we finish this story with the moral of our tale. Kindness is king. How you communicate, how you make an effort, how you show up over the phone, through email, in someone's driveway, being kind will always provide the best memorable experience.
And thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate your time. I appreciate your ears. And thank you so much for taking the time with me. My name is Russell Lolliker, and if you're looking to engage with me or you have stories you want to share, there's so many different ways we can keep in contact. Uh, there's the email address, russell, with one L, at theupsell.com. You can find me on Instagram at theupsell. Also, the Upsell Society is a Facebook group that I encourage you to join. And last but not least, head over to theupsell.com where you can sign up to our newsletter. It comes out monthly, sometimes a bit more than that, only if there's something coming up that I really think will be of value to you. But generally, it's not, it's not very frequent, so it won't be spammy. It's just, just value that I want to provide you. So head on over there and sign up to the newsletter there. So that'll do it. That ends this chapter of the Customer Experience Storytime Tale. The Couch with Abandonment Issues. Take care.